Welcome to Let's Chit Chat, Sis. This week's episode, we talk about the civil unrest in the country and how it affects us and what we're going to do and what's next. So stay tuned. Welcome to Let's Chit Chat, Sis. And tonight we have a large, I'm going to say a large uh, porch uh, audience tonight. Tonight we have on the porch our sister girl Chauncey. My sister girl Celeste and my brother Tony, and a special member tonight, the Hubster Keith. <laughs> and we, are, <laughs> we are on here tonight because we just wanted to do like a impromptu episode and talk about the current um, state of the country. You know, guys, I, I don't know about you, I was just like wild. That's all I can say, wild about the, the situation that happened at the U.S. Capitol this week. But before I get started and, you know, talk about my feelings, um, everybody just say hi and introduce yourself. Tony? Hi, how, how's everybody doing tonight? We're good. Everybody's well. Staying safe. So tell us a little bit about you, Tony, for those who haven't heard you before. Oh, oh well, um, a little bit about myself. Um, well, I live in Madison Heights, Michigan, but everybody knows that I am homegrown Philadelphia, born and raised in Yorktown. Um, I am currently in Madison Heights, former mili- um, U- um, Army officer. My family with, has lived in Michigan now for over 20 years. Um, I, I'm on a school board um, in Madison Heights, and also I own my own company, a multimedia company, One Vision Media Group. And tell them what that company does in case anybody out here needs your help. If you need video, um, video for marketing videos, documentaries, anytime you want to be able to tell your message or your story, I'm able to capture that. That's awesome, especially in this this COVID world, and especially in social media. Um, I, I know people are um, changing their mindset about how they they market. So, um, Tony, I think at the end, make sure you um, give us your information so people can have a resource to reach out to you. Okay. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Well, I'm gonna go next. I'm not gonna go after Chauncey after after hearing Tony. I, I, I'm I'm just too plain, so I'm gonna go next. Don't be saying you too plain. <laughs> so I'm Celeste Davis, and I am number one fan of less assistance than chit chat. So I'm just gonna tell you that right now. But um, less chit chat, sis, and um, I am um currently running my own business. I do life coaching, and I do uh, motivational speaking. I have a platform on Facebook called Facebook Committed to Me. And I'm a mom of three. I'm currently in from Virginia, born and raised in New York. And I am um, just willing to train and uplift anybody that, that I can and share my experience. So that's just a little bit about myself. Welcome. 
Well, thank you, everyone, today. We're doing great, Chauncey. That is good to hear. So what I always say is no matter what is happening, no matter what's going on, where we are today and the fact that we opened our eyes, it beats the alternative. It gives us an opportunity to just start all over again. So brand new mercies every day, right? Mm -hmm. And Keith, now you. Hi, Miss Churches. This Texas. I'm Keith. Um, I'm a Virgo. I want you to know. Blow Really? Yeah. <laughs> Virgo's in the house. Here you go, Virgo. I'm gonna have to look that up. That means something. Podcast, you said be original and be myself. So here I am. <laughs> <laughs> and Keith and, and Keith Keith is is being modest. Keith is, is, is you remember that song that that came out by um oh uh, what's his name oh man um. Quincy Jones, do, remember that song, The Dude? The Dude. Yep. <laughs> every time Keith, every time I hear Keith, I want to sing that song. He's a winner because it's in his blood. Ain't nobody who's out there like him. That's Keith. All right. <laughs> That's your intro right there, Keith. Hey, I hate it. I, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm mad at him right now for, but for, for reasons he know. But other than that, I love him. Oh, that was really crazy. <laughs> that was really crazy. But this is this is my husband Keith, um, and he he's from um, Caroline County, Virginia. Since he didn't want to tell, I'm gonna just tell him. Don't look for him on Facebook because he's the only one still with that shadow person sitting on <laughs> just sitting on there. Um, and he has really, you say my post is, his post is really way out there. So, um, you know, that's, but he's my hubster. We've been married 16 years. I love him and he is everything to me. Um, and, you know, I'm glad that he decided to come on here with me today. <laughs> so, I know. Um, I'm just like blushing all over myself. Like, my, I don't see him like every second of the day. But, um, so guys, what did y'all think about this? The Capitol, the storming of the Capitol. I'm just going to get right to it because I was just blown away because when I first saw it, I thought it was, um, I don't know. I thought this was like Saturday Night Live or something on the TV. I was like, this, it's not real. It's not going on. And then more and more, I was like looking, kept looking. I was like, oh boy, this is not Okay, this is this is this is getting real deep. But um I just was a little nervous too to think about what was going on. But after things simmered down that you know, I got time to think about, you know, the bigger picture, like what was going on and where are we going as a country because um it's a pretty alarming that, you know, we are in such a compromised state. So, you know, at any time Somebody jump in and well, I think part of the thing is, are we really surprised? Like, I mean, we keep saying that we're shocked, but isn't this the foundation on which America has been built on? You know, colonizers when they feel like they've been, you know, oppressed in whatever way they feel they've been oppressed, this is how they react. 
So I think that when a person tells you who they are and what they're going to do, you need to believe them. So they told you this was coming. Yeah. So really, why are we surprised? Well, I guess I, I, I'm sorry. I guess why we're surprised is because we're surprised that all of the laws and stuff that they put in place to benefit, you know, those people with those ideas are now coming against them. And they're mad. <laughs> like, like, like those things that you put in place, now you don't like them? I'm surprised. Oh, well, yeah. You know, but the chickens are coming home to roost. So isn't that what Malcolm X said? and and the thing is what really makes it ironic for me was that i was working from home that day i was um i had netflix playing in the background as i was working in my office and ironically i was watching the trial of the chicago seven oh wow and so I'm watching the trial of the Chicago seven, but all of this stuff keeps popping up on my phone. And so I'm like, okay. So as I'm watching the trial of the Chicago seven and they're doing flashbacks to, you know, the convention of 1968 and the riots in Chicago from 1968. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at what's happening now and I'm like, okay, so what year is it again? I don't know anymore. Is this 1968 or is this 2021? And I'm like, okay. It was just happened to be the irony of the entire situation. But yeah, I just wasn't surprised. And I think I was more surprised about how the president incited everything. I knew how he had been doing all along, but even down to that same day. And I just was like, okay, all right. Yep. I, I knew it was possible, but I didn't think you'd do it. I think I was shocked to um, Chauncey when I saw him just have like a, a pre-rally. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't think that he was going to say what, I don't know why I'm saying this, but I didn't think he was going to go that far, you know, mm-hmm. to to kind of direct people to just go to the Capitol. You know, I just kind of like, what is, you know, where is this going? I so, think we were hoping that he wouldn't. I think we right. believed that he would. We just hoped that he wouldn't. He wouldn't do that. But, mm-hmm. um, well, see, the thing then, also, if I can chime in. Go ahead, Tony. What I always kind of um, look back, and I know that um, in in this volatile situation of our of our country, and um, I think um, Chauncey had pointed out, said that um, nothing, you know, what chickens come home to roost and things coming back. The, the, the thing that I, I looked at and I think what startled me in all of this was I wasn't I, I didn't um, wasn't startled about the rhetoric that was said, as well as the, the, the general feeling, because. One um, as as a country, we have never addressed the wound uh, of racism. We've always let that scab over, and then we never really treated the wound. So every time that's fresh, when it gets reopened up again. So, but in this, um, the 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 thing that um, came right out in front is. There, there was no doubt if anybody had any question about 
whether or not there is a two um a double standard white privilege and things of that nature we have two americas what was right on evident well we always had two americas mm -hmm. but it's the but the process of 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 i call the lie that people tell themselves that um especially in um and i'll give you an example especially um in my um like where i live um i belong to um, a, a city group where there are a lot of white people that are trying to be supportive of um, Black Lives Matter and of, 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 of equality. So they generally want to understand and, and they say, hey, we, we don't deny about white privilege. We just need to really try to understand. And so to me, that's a good starting point. So when they... They say, we want to understand when you say that from your eyes, what you see. Well, there, there, there was nothing more to see than Exhibit A, which was that right there, of allowing people to get into the Capitol um, and, and freely um, the storm over the Capitol. And then how history repeats itself is the intel that let that allowed them to get in the capital and get to um to certain things in the capital it was it is obvious it was an inside job now why is that history repeating itself why when people ask me why are black people always skeptical about law enforcement the mm -hmm. question is never about whether black people um support law enforcement it's as uh, overall we we become skeptical because we had to live through in the past and now on display again how certain areas of law enforcement the the same members are part of the same group of the of the, the of the people that they're trying to um that are trying to come up against the law we've seen that um, it, it, with, with um, members of the FBI who were trying to protect people down south, but a lot of some members of the FBI were members in the same group of the KKK, and then that got flushed out. So when you see these things and you see the, the Capitol built and being um, overrun, but people know where to go to certain unmarked rooms and stuff like that. And, then you, then you already know it's an inside job. So then once again, it rips the scab off of, can we, um, do we feel confident about law enforcement, things of that nature? So it, it's, it's a perpetual cycle, you know, that, that we see. But I always try to tell people on all of this, no, no matter what, you have to be, we have to make sure that you keep in control of what you can control. I can't sit there and say, oh, my life is over because what what's happened in the Capitol building. I'm stunned and shocked by it. But what I always try to do is try to let everybody know, don't be too stunned shocked about it because history has shown this. So you just be on point and be ready to be able to, to be responsive and, and pivot when you see things, uh, how, how they materialize. My hope is that when the new administration comes in and you have to watch um, you know, for their safety, but when they come in, then when the, when, like, for example, the Justice Department, everything get overhauled, that 
um, it it, it pivots it, not totally the whole uh, away because that ain't realistic, but it pivots towards the pendulum of of us being able to get some type of, of grip of what's going on. Um, the last thing I'm going to say is I'm going to be quiet because I have um, um, African-American women on this conference. I want to take the opportunities to salute you all because once again, it is obvious that the election, the movement towards the future, the current movement that's been going on would not been seeds not sown, operation not planned, operation not executed. If it wasn't for what I consider the most loyal, confident, and most intelligent de demographic of the of the party, and that's the that's the black woman. I can I can say that even over me as a black man, we ain't the most dependable people in the world. The um, the black woman in um, ha has moved that agenda and moved that needle, and I it it, it was pleasant to see that the president elect is trying to put in position, and he every time he's talking, he is stating what I just stated, and that. Uh, my hope is that in prayers that he continues that agenda. So then I'm going to be quiet. Well, after Walt, please don't be quiet. Keep talking. <laughs> no, we're like, well, we, that was want, really... Well, this, ain't the to, this, ain't, this ain't the Tony chat show, so I just wanted to be able to put my, my spin on it. Usually I'm being funny and, and, and making funny jokes, but since we know this is a serious matter, I wanted to add, um the, to um offer my opinions and then I'm also preparing because the city of Madison Heights had asked me to prepare a speech um, comparing this is way before this broke out to comparing the civil rights movement and where we are at are now so um, I'm um, giving a zoom um, presentation on Dr. King Day um, to the city of Madison Heights so as I was trying to, as I'm trying to gather my research to make sure that I am right on point, then this comes up. So it gives me good explanation to say, here's Exhibit A. You have to go back to the the '60s and and the civil rights movement that started way before the '60s. Here it is, right here in 2021. <laughs> Unfortunately, I mean, we're in 2021. Um, Keith was just. In here he was saying a little joke but uh, in actuality what he was saying was really true and it's also you know piggybacks on what you were saying Tony to the simple fact that you know um, the infiltration of our law enforcement and um, areas of authority where now it's in question where we're saying how did this happen? How did the the compromise of the Capitol building actually happen? You know, I think that's the biggest concern people are. I know it for myself because um, knowing how the, the government functions, how did this actually happen? When we know that it has to be inside information that was provided. You know, we. I know don't think it's just. I don't think it's just inside information. I think that because the Capitol Police are under federal um, control. It's not like it was the D.C. police because D.C. police have no authority when it comes to the federal government. And so I think that because it was federal that the president and his cronies 
purposefully not put certain things in place because there sure was a whole lot of national guard when black lives matter was protesting they were on they were on guard stand by what did the president say um stand by so they were on standby national guard was on standby when black lives matter was protesting but they weren't on standby when these people were coming yeah. Right. And I'm, I'm gonna jump in with that. Um. Yeah. I, I agree. Um. The, the what I was talking about was once they entered the Capitol. I'm. Um. I, I see mm -hmm. what you're saying as far as being the the mass prepared. out of, of numbers. Yeah. No, it's prepared. not the prepared part. It's when they got into the Capitol. And there were certain rooms that that got infiltrated that is not on the tour, so to speak. Mm -hmm. You had to know where you were going. Right. It's not like you randomly, oh, bust into this room. Look what we found. Right. It was you had, to, and I'm talking from a military officer perspective, that there are certain areas uh, that you had to know where you were going. So, so and with that being said, and being that you have a military background and Keith has a military background, then I would say to that, just like the woman who happened to be killed, she was ex air or she was a air force veteran so there are a lot of those people who are participating in that march that are just military trained period in addition to having um access and knowing where to go and how to get there so yeah you're right it was a lot of inside information that was shared but then it's a lot of military people that were a part of that and they just had on the news here in philadelphia today that um they have a police officer that they believe a philadelphia police officer was in that crowd so they know who you are and they're coming for you yeah and the th and, and staying with that but but the, the thing is that that ain't that ain't no different. I mean, no 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 big surprise. Right. We've always known that um in like white supremacist group they 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 come the militias and all that come from mm -hmm. ex military. So yep. that that that's pretty much. And I remember when um, um in, in the military it was always um some type of factions that would uh, be, be in 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 that demographic. But right. um. The, the the part I'm talking about is even the people that make up the people that um that demographic of people that are in there, it still had to be someone from the inside to be able to say, hey, listen. And um, first of all, let me let me just take one step back. The reason why also the whole thing was choreographed is I just can't uh, remember everybody. I'm in a state where I always said that the um that the the training for this was already done. Remember, in my state, the same militia group infiltrated the Michigan Capitol. Armed right. weapons that was right in the same scenario mm -hmm. and threatened and the, had the blame plan, um, to, to kidnap the governor, the governor and, right. and, and kill her. So this was already being um, acted out before. So that I, so now we know that the, what happened in Michigan was just training. It's just like in any military operation where you have training and maneuvers to, to get ready for an operation. Uh -huh. You always do a test run whenever you get ready to, to cook, commit a crime. Exactly. Well, I, I, I agree. I think everybody is on point with what they're saying. I, I think the point that I was trying to make was that also, um, not let alone it's it's an inside insider um inside information that was shared like um Tony and Chauncey, but um 
you know, speaking to. The biggest concern is that um, we have government officials who are, is suspected of this as well, where now we're in a new stage of how do we proceed forward? You know what I mean? How do we proceed, proceed forward because um, what has been compromised? You know what I mean? It's not even a simple fact of what is to, um, what, what are we looking at? What has happened? What did they, you know, who was jumping the walls? Who broke this? Who broke that? Um, we're still in the dark about what was actually compromised. We think about somebody being in the Speaker of the House who serves as the third position in the government. If something was to happen to the president or the vice president, her stuff was rambled through, taken, you know, um, where do we stand with this person? And the biggest, you know, um, elephant in the room is where do we stand far as the president? You know what I mean? How do we get back on track to make sure that our democracy is not going to be compromised, you know, because if we're doing test runs at at the um, the government level, of course, in Michigan, where that was just, you know, still trying to be tested because they, for some reason, they have it out for for um, um, Gretchen uh, and they, they want to be after her. But they were also simultaneously in Georgia, why this was going on, you know, and they were in other locations also doing it. So it's bigger then, you know, the mind can actually put into place because these people are looking at it in a different aspect than what we're looking at. So how do we get to a, a, a peaceful medium? Because we already know there is no compromise, you know, because when someone already screws this type of hatred, you know what I mean? And you're driven by, it. I mean, this woman, um, I don't know if you guys had a chance to look at her previous videos, you know, she was so angry, you know, um, it, you had to kind of feel like, wow, help probably was needed for you or somebody needed to intervene, a family member or something. But it's a whole group of them. I mean, if you look at it, well, how many people voted for Trump? 70 million. Oh, wow. That's a lot of people. It's not a it's not a handful of people. It's not as um, minimal as we think this is. It's, it's when you storm a Capitol building where I mean, I could tell you but the building I work in is very secure. So that put that times a thousand of the Capitol building. You know, what I mean, well, so well, yeah, because I think what Tony was saying makes a lot of sense because of the different types of factions that we're talking about. This isn't something new. See, in our mind, because this happened just the other day, we're thinking, oh my God, this came out of nowhere. But to Tony's point, this has been planned for years. This is not the first time this has been thought of. It's not the first time that um, they had a plan for this. It might not have happened, but they've been That's planning the this for a very been. long time. But let me take everybody off that thousand foot cliff okay i'm gonna I'm a follow up what you just said chauncey this is and 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 to kibby's concern this this is not the first time and it won't be the last time here's what's the difference and what i will tell you why i'm gonna take y'all off the cliff okay in uh threats like this um have been planned and and, and try to be executed mm -hmm. for years yeah. and on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. The only difference is it, it, it found legs in opportunity mm -hmm. 
because yep. the leadership that was that's in place get um gave them the the, the leverage to to make it grow legs. Right. So to take to take to take everybody off that ledge. Wait till the twentieth. When the when the new administration comes in, whether people like the ministry, we know um, history has shown us the enemies to the government and all these different groups. They're not going to just go away. But 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 the president and the and the and the the new administration know that, just like the presidents of past have known this. So when that president gets those daily briefings talking about the threat of this and that, the only difference now is. The groups that we are talking about that we just saw act out will not have the legs of the of, of the of the um the maneuvering to, to do what they can yeah. do. See, it has to be at the highest level Correct. for fool stuff like once. that to what come What they off. say, fool me once, right? What's well, not even a fool you? It's <laughs> because it wasn't even a fool. It was um the the, the highest level wasn't fooling. It was they they. They um it was in the enabled part of it, so it gave the other it gave those groups legs to stand on. Well, when you get and see the and I think Kim and I were talking about it um when this was happening. The 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 thing that that people, if you're in those in those groups, should be worried about is on that very same day. That was when they were storming the Capitol. The most important thing came up was when the president-elect was just announcing who his attorney general is. See, it, behind the scenes, the the new group is already starting its plans. Mm. Yeah, and when that comes into play, we have, I think that I think that we we know that Joe Biden is going to be very supportive when he's coming in. But I think this week is very important too because articles of impeachment has been it's going to be announced tomorrow, mm-hmm. and that's going to speak in volumes too because if she holds off on that, that's huge. Because now you have a different kind of narrative being presented from the the the, the outgoing party. You you have them wanting to almost have empathy for the situation going on. So I'm just putting this out there to all y'all. You know, how do you feel about that? You know what I mean? How do you feel about empathy where we now say let's not Let's not move forward with that. Let's move forward and wait for Joe Biden to lead the ship. And Congress is, you know, it's their own separate entity of, of the government. You know what I mean? They 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 are the, the movement of our laws and things like that. So we have to respect them for what they do. So when we think about what Donald Trump has orchestrated and led, you know, do we support? You know what I mean? Do we speak to, you know, our higher... um to our representatives to speak our voices, just like we got out here in the massive and spoke our voices and voted. You know what I mean? Because well, do we think- want to put a, a stop to what, how this, this, I would say this disease is rolling on because even if we say to, to all of your points, even if we say that, you know, they've been doing this for years and we, we, we never, um, but now they got legs to grow on. The fact is the legs grew and they walked. Uh-huh. And that's a whole different aspect on saying, well, that happened in 1966, that happened in 1968, and people was constructing it, and malicious was going on, and things like that. You had a whole 
administration that backed it. And those people are not going back under a rock anywhere. If, if anybody is keeping up with this stuff, it's still going to be there. Joe Biden has the biggest fight of his life coming ahead of him. It's not as cut and dry as that. Well, I think two hours ago, they decided um, Nancy Pelosi sent her letter and they have decided that the House will proceed with impeachment. Okay. I think that the follow through, they're going to wait and until after Joe Biden is elected president to follow through. I mean, has his inauguration and follow through with that because impeachment can occur after the president has left office. I mean, I know that can so, right. follow through because. Right. We so I think the follow through, you can't rush through it. If you want oh, to stick, why we can't rush through, we rush through a Supreme Court nomination. No, what I'm saying, I could because it, it is too much. The inauguration technically is next week. So I think that even with the articles of impeachment by the House, if that part is done prior to the inauguration, then I think that we can follow through because sometimes rushing through everything just because they did it doesn't mean that it should be done again because they did something else before. But I think that the, I'm a jump. I'm a jump in and I'm going to say one thing. Okay, and then I will probably get run off the radio show. <laughs> but uh, but I'm gonna jump in to say one thing. I'm gonna, once again I'm gonna take us off the ledge. Okay, the, the he, here's two things. One, I applaud the speak uh, Nancy Pelosi for pushing for the articles of impeachment. Absolutely. I hope Absolutely. it. I I hope that it goes through. If it don't go through, this it's not. I will take everybody off the ledge and say. This is not going away. It's just the beginning. Okay. I go back to two things. One, everybody, and I remind my sister on this one, everybody from the legal standpoint ready to, to for, for criminal charges left, right, here, and there. That's when I ain't even going to like New York and the different districts and the different people that are waiting on um, the current president from that perspective. What I, uh, I'm going on is the new person coming in with all the criminal charges that's going to come with what happened the other day and and what and um prosecuting all other people. See all that stuff you you just saw earlier where it said we're not going to prosecute the top people. You got to remember who you're talking to. It's the outgoing people that are going to be gone in, in another week. The new incoming administration, that man that just got is just going to is being um, nominated for the attorney general. When his whole staff came in and you had to also look that the president elect, how did they select his national security as well as the Justice Department? He brought in some old friends and those people are going to be the ones that you're going to be seeing this for the next couple of years. All these prosecutions coming in. Keep in mind one thing. If the objective is to impeach. Because now you want to impeach and then um, um, th now he can't run again. A criminal conviction is going to take care of that. Correct. That's one. The second thing after that is once you have um, the new administration come in, they're going to laugh about the um, Unlimited resources to go after every single one. See, when the new sheriff has the, all the toys, it's totally different now. 
See, when, especially when you got a car block in both houses of, of, the, of the legislature. Well, I think that's a whole you're different see, story right there. You're going to see a whole big different change coming that particular way. So I just say, hope so. In, a, in a nutshell, that part is pursued, but if it doesn't happen, don't get discouraged. Just be patient. Wait that's why I said. That's why I said we, and that's why I said we need to slow roll it. If, I, those, if they do the articles of impeachment within the House, which is where it starts, which will be this week, then you can wait till after the election and everything else, like you just said, Tony, that will fall into place after that. No sense in trying to rush it and trying to. Because it's not going to work that way. I don't, have to take, I don't think that I don't think time. it's a simple fact of rushing anything. We know that if the House impeaches him, it's impeachment. You know what I mean? I think it's more of a precedent. It's not anything of rushing. They already they already know they're not trying to break a deadline of beating Joe Biden into office because they know they have the time. They're yes, not. I don't. I'm not. Saying. I'm not saying that they're trying to rush it. I'm saying that what they're saying now is that there's actual letters that have been sent. To ask them to not impeach at all, because that we want to make sure we are speaking more of unity now, and so on and so on. I hear exactly what you're saying, both of you, Tony and and, and Chauncey. Um, Celeste, I kept hearing you trying to say something. Go ahead, because I, I I knew you was trying to speak. With you, I'm ready for this to be to be judiciously. I don't even know what kind of other damage can happen. He needs to be sit down and he needs to be quiet. And we don't need to slow roll nothing. That's just I perform that way. Yeah, I don't. I, I, that, yeah, that's well, me, he's but... already quiet. I think that after what has happened for the first time in the last five to six years, he has been the most quiet he has ever been. Quiet because yes. they, they and, shut down the and, Twitter account. That's the only reason. Yeah, that, that, I agree with you. Don't, that, that's the only reason why quiet. But guess what? It's okay. But but he also hasn't been he hasn't been out of the White House. And so he, yeah, it's trust me, it for him and I mean I have my words that I would use personally, but since we're on the podcast, I won't use them. But you know, you all see you've all seen my Facebook page. So you know the one word that I called it for all of it, and that just simply covers everything. And so um you know, like you said, it just we're just in a place where as Kim said, we need to set a precedent because anybody that got thoughts of doing something like this in the future, yeah. those that's what we need to squash. And you know what, like, I, and you know what, and what, this why I, this why I keep saying I'm take everybody off that ledge because I'm gonna tell you right now the the dumbest thing an adversary can do is show their face. There you go. And see what, and see when if you were dealing with, and 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 then I'll go back and give some re, a retrospect of the past. See in the past, um, as a country, we had to deal with the the, the people that showed their face and but they had backing. From the from administrations and local municipalities and stuff like that. See, the bright spot comes again is unlike what you saw in the past. The 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 the, the, move, the needle that is moved is the municipalities look different. Mm. The current administration and legislature is now shift. It, it will now be in place uh, in your favor. 
The local municipalities were shifted. Listen, I'm telling you right now, I lived in Georgia. I ain't never thought in my lifetime I see what I see now. Oh, yeah. And, I'm, and, I, and I'll say that because the people that showed their faces, that it, it, it was, it's kind of foolhardy when you show your face and the leader of the person you trying to, to how to represent walks out the door um, in a couple of days where their main power, which is uh, in the, of the U.S. government, they don't have no more. They had the grassroots stuff. But now that the, the top um, cop and the, and the top investigators now falls in the, in the hands of the other, the new leader. And in that new leader, unlimited resources. So now the people that showed their faces to include some, um, some um, politicians from within states, mm-hmm. bad news. So I laugh when I see that part. That's right. And so that, that's why I say with the fear of, okay, they're going to mash and look out. Trust me when I tell you a lot of things um, behind the scenes is at play right now. Well, that's a, that's a that's a that's a good thing because um I don't know it's just you know it's just been a a I mean I I'm not shocked when I see you know people in this such hateful mood you know what I mean am I disappointed yeah I'm disappointed I'm disappointed because um I think people are better than this overall but you know especially when there's so many young young people that are so open-minded and you know free will that we are in this space now and then the whole world is looking at us like we just a bunch of buffoons and loons you know just Mm -hmm. running around with no kind of control we just run by white supremacy and and you know we have we 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 are the the leader of the free world now we're not we're we're something i don't know what we are um it takes a lot to come behind um a, a leadership team that preaches and sprues hatred that we we have seen for the last four years it, it it's going to be more to trying to mend the, the 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 alliances with you know our our partners and our um you know our our you know even even each other you know what i mean i don't know how you guys feel but i know i look side out at a lot of people now because you know, I just don't know who is who, you know, anymore. And just looking at people running up in this crowd, you know, and um, you see in their background, and these are ex-military people, people, you know, veterans and things like this. You know, the the mindset is just, you know, behooves me that people fall for the president telling you to go down there, and he turned his vehicle around and go back to the White House and look at you, you know. And you, you feel like that, that was... Um, something that you were good with but it led up to this point to get you there but just what everybody said you know we just can have hope for what um president-elect biden will actually bring and president and vice president-elect kamala um, harris will actually bring to the um the to to the, the country because we're in a desperate need of um change and reform and it's really change and reform down to old laws being removed, you know, um, from the book. I mean, I think about Ted Cruz getting up there speaking about something from 
1876 that led to Jim Crow and he had the audacity to say it, you know, it just set, let you know that it wasn't an audacity. It was just a mindset that he was comfortable with saying, you know, and um, where are we at in 2021 where the elected official that was voted in the office can um, get outside with the, the 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 terrorists and the rioters and throw up the pe the uh, the power sign to help urge them on you know if this is not um eliminated or exterminated you know then we're going to another level you know so that's just my two cents and um anybody else have any afterthoughts because i think you, this was some great dialogue where what you said tony what you said um chauncey celeste was very valid and i hope that um everyone listening to this will take comfort in knowing that you know we are all basically feeling the same way mm -hmm. the other thing um the, uh, my, my point on what you said kim um you, you i think you're dead on i i would also offer that um two things the 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 the, the mending to our allies overseas I, I will predict to everyone that that mending will go quicker than you think. Oh yeah. The biggest the biggest problem I I, I don't worry about the the mending with that that was torn down by the current administration with our allies overseas. One thing one thing history has shown us is that our allies will will, will respond to the new government when they come in. It always happens that way. So. That that'll be faster. The, the the biggest challenge is going to be domestic. It'll be it internal. Yeah. So and, and those things will will change. Um, you're not going to always change everybody. Okay. I will make a prediction that I that and I'm a stick. I'm that, that I'll stick to. Okay. What you're, what you're going to find is within the other party. Is going to be almost. Um, there's going to be. A, um, I don't like to say civil war, but there's going to be an upheaval uh, um, and a fight for the identity of the other party. Oh, okay. See, it, it's watched raw and fresh now because the current administration dominates the party and all the people that are trying to appease for their own political gain. The the person. See, when that person spotlight dims and they don't have control and they're, and, and they're not. The, the 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 um the the six o'clock news spotlight no more because they're not in control. Mm -hmm. The 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 rest of the family, so to speak, that are still there have now got to now regroup and think about how do we go through these four years or plan to to get, win back the, the the power. And I can guarantee you, see, it looks raw right now where it says. Well, they they'll come back and either bigger or better in this fashion. I like to remind everybody to go back four years prior when it was an upheaval before all this happened within that party. We were at, at one point everyone was talking about will the party die, and when I will tell you, there is no um um this country cannot survive with just one party. We need that other party. And so both parties have to be able to be there. The current version of this part of that party is one, I, if I'm willing to bet, and I talk to a lot of people that are from the Republican Party, I'm willing to bet 
that when this all goes back, they're going to want to try to find themselves back to their principles of what they feel is from the grand old party. And there will be some that are going to still want to stay. It's going to be a smaller faction that's going to want to go in, that want to keep the, 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 the how it is right now. And you're going to have an upheaval in that party. You it, it will really yeah, grow. It, it's, gonna, it, it's, it's going to be that type of scenario. So, right. well, it's always been a battle between the party of Lincoln and the Tea Party. I think exactly. the emergence of the Tea Party some years back um, during the Obama administration is what is what you're referring to, and I agree wholeheartedly. But I think more importantly, as as a person of faith, what I also know is we we have to be hopeful, but only God can change hearts. It's some some serious heart changing that needs to go on. And that's not going to make everybody Democrat. But I will tell you that the changing of hearts is what needs to happen. And that's what we need to be hopeful and prayerful for. Because um, people really need to sit down and evaluate themselves. And And, and Chauncey, can I jump in this action? Just say one real quick thing. Stay with that. When we said, well, I, I do want to correct you on one thing. When you said that were, were, you know, most everybody would want to be Democrat. No, no, no. I didn't say everybody want. I, I was saying that with the changing of heart, that won't make them Democrat. But changing of heart will have people evaluate themselves and look at where they are. And right. because of how they feel currently, um, it's heart changing that needs to go on. Because if we're doing things just to pacify for a party or pacify for a particular situation, it's heart changing that needs to happen. That, right. That's the most and, important and, thing. And the point I wanted to make, the reason why I, 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 I pointed that question to you like that, is I will reemphasize what I said about our country needs both parties. Yes. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's always good as a checks and balance. Yes, Listen. of course. Both parties, in their truest sense, have um, ideals on both sides that are good ideals. And so it just comes down to what side that you lean more strongly on. That don't make that person a racist, but see, the current scenario painted the Republican Party into a certain light. Me, I'm always saying I, I both parties have have pop have have qualities that I like. The the country in order to move forward need to have both parties represent their values and then allow a person of their of uh, to be able to look at both parties in their truest form. I think in the last four years you didn't see the no, truest form of the Republican Party. Correct. And and then and, and so that is what I, I would say add that that drop of oil into the water, so to speak. Well, I hate to disturb y'all, but I think that even if we're for a public party, uh, Democratic Party, I think that um, I think we're moving to a whole different type of a movement. I think that um, young people are so disenfranchised from these both of these parties. I, I think, I, I think mm-hmm. that we can say Republican and Democrat if we want to. Um, I think the laws need to change with um, and put time and time and title onto these party um, with time and title. It will break down 
the 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 mechanism of the old um do it this way type of um doing it and it's going it will change the 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 outcome of how the country will start to migrate because young people um i don't think they don't want to vote i think they're just disenfranchised with how their voices are not heard you know what i mean and mm -hmm. you know um i always say what 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 my 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 bestie always tells me you know we're on the other side of the curtain now we can't hold on to what we want forever you know what i mean their voices will outring us soon and mm -hmm. regardless of what we say these parties are doing and what the best they still have them the the things that they don't do right is what people identify with now you know what i mean they yeah. don't they don't identify what the things that they like anymore the millennials and these gen x um gen z's and gen x and gen r's whatever they are they identify with what they don't do and what they don't provide and how their suffrage is and i think that maybe we can start to hear that because that's what we're going to start to do invite some of them to the platform because to hear their voices is really what's going to start to matter um because and i think a lot of the young ones that i know do feel that way I yeah it's, that, it's, it's, um, it's not it's not a good thing to just have these 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 parties just um hold you hostage you had mitch mcconnell hold us hostage for all these years you know what i mean it's just mm -hmm. um it's, it's, it's one person with that much power is it's, it's really not a good thing to the fact that so many people are at a place where they can't do for themselves. And if your, your party's philosophy just address people as a whole, then you're going to run into problems. You're going to run into will, major problems. I, I will say, also, I'll stay with that with, with, with my personal comment is I welcome that. That, I, mean, I welcome I, it I, too. I think I think you one hundred percent right because um, it is going to be their world. Yeah. And so if um, we we need to hear from them, and um, if uh, my prayer and my hope is that the, um, the those generations do come up with the um, I don't say quote unquote perfect part because nothing's perfect, but you know move in. In, in the way where they see that a party represents what they how they feel. So exactly. no, I, I agree hundred percent. I don't yeah. think nobody on this forum wouldn't think that way. The um the thing that you 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 are um dead right kill is you. Mm -hmm. So the biggest thing is it's okay to be upset. And angry. And, 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 and angry. But don't let me consume you. you know, especially in, in our time in, in conversation, because people need to hear from you. See, when you hear me talking and I'm telling you how I feel about something, now, the, the, the North Philly, Yorktown, and me want to scream, holler, to say this, this is a bunch of boom, 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 boom. But I know at the end of the day, all that will do is have me go and see my doctor early talking about my blood pressure high. I, I, I ain't going to allow that to happen. That so don't, don't, for me. don't, don't like, allow that to happen with yourself. Only thing you don't, hold it, don't hold it in because I think the advice that, that you would probably, Celeste, give to others would be, even with all the emotions that we have, to get to the other side, we got to walk through it. If we keep holding it in because we don't want to release it because of how we might be perceived, then you're doing more damage by doing that. It's you okay. got to release it. You got to say it 
And whether you're wrong, whether you're right, whatever it may be, it's okay because then once you get to the other side of it, you got to walk through it to come to the other side. But not going to it at all, you just keep walking up to the door and then staying there. And then it still, it it just, it bogs you down. And I, I, the same thing, I just asked a friend the other day and I was just like, would I be wrong if I sat here and cried for an hour? No. You, you see what I mean? So I allowed myself to be able to do that, but that, that the crying was not from a place of fear. It was from a place of anger. Mm-hmm. But that cry, that hour cry wasn't quite an hour, but that cry allowed me to now move on and I'm calm. I'm calm, but I'm also resolved because now what can I do to do my part? And, and then I'm going to piggyback on that now and stay with that next part. What can I do to do my part? See, the, right there first, it's almost like it's almost like that was death in the family the other day. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. How many when we we go through that grieving period of disbelief and what's going on and we frustrated and we mad and 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 here we go again and I'm sick and tired. It's all of that. That is is it is okay. Don't don't suppress none of that. Then when that season when you get past that season now is what do I do? The the thing the the thing the, the biggest thing you have control over is yourself. That's the that's first and foremost. So, if you um, to, to, when, and having control over ourselves, the only thing I can do is, is say, what I will do is I have to be that light first for myself and for, and for others. Then I want to actively be able to help support others that are trying to move a, a, a cause or move an agenda. Mm-hmm. And, and, and to be active and, and supportive. After those two things, after that, those are the things that are in your control. So I, I, the other side is I can't sit and say, okay, things that's out of my control. When they going to strike next? What's mm-hmm. the next thing come up? I mean, those things. Okay, well, let me just say this. Let me, let, me, let, this, let, let, me, let me intervene, and, y'all. Let me intervene. Let me intervene. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, let me intervene. Because we don't want to, we don't want to stop on nobody's emotions or anything like that. Because I'm gonna tell you, I'm totally different than both of y'all two talking. Because it, with the way I feel about things, I handle things differently. And Tony, you probably know that already. You know. Yes, I do. I'm, t- you know, I'm probably a loose cannon. You know, so. Yes. No, go ahead. Yeah, I am. I am a loose cannon, and that's the way I handle emotions and and things like that. So, um, you know, in the bigger scheme of things, you know, um. I think that at the end of the day, we 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 all have um, the way we we're going to deal with this. We're, we're going to first be able to have forms like this and compensate about it because I think it's a healthy way to you know talk about what we see, what we hear, and whatever, and hear each other out and how we feel about it. Um, Celeste, I don't know, and I believe for that short little second, I didn't hear what what you, what you actually said. Um, but I think I know. Uh, and now I was enjoying the conversation, but what I was explaining to them was, and I didn't say this part, but I'm more on the, I'm more leaning towards the millennials at this point. I'm sick of this. I'm sick of this shit. I don't know why he's always surprised about what happened. It was on social media. 
They've been talking about it. They clearly handle it totally different than they would have handled it with us. And, and that's where I'm stuck. Like, I need to heal from that first because I'm so angry that this was a lot of happening and how we've been treated on a daily basis. I can't get past that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I say the same thing. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I'm not angry about anything because, you know, I don't really care about that in that aspect. But Kenny, when, when you got caught up, when you got caught off of us, uh-huh. when you came back and said about, we, we were saying what, what you just said to Celeste. We yeah, I mean, saying, I was just saying, just I think you're going to be, it's something. okay to feel how she feels. Yeah. That's all we were saying. Yeah. yeah I, I heard that part, but what I, the part that I was just saying that um, everybody around here has different outlooks on, and that's the whole purpose of it. We all have different outlooks on it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm probably leaning more towards, you know, the hope of the millennials too, you know, with Celeste has come along and um, changed the whole dynamic of same old, like my grandma would say, the same old 76 just keep constantly happening. Um, so I, I'm looking forward to that. You know, I mean, I got um, a, a niece who's out here who's a lawyer. I got my nephew. Um, you know, I got my children as well. I, and and I, I know um, Chauncey's children. I know Celeste's beautiful daughters. You know what I mean? All of these are in the millennial and Gen Z. Um, and and they very, they're very opinionated. You know what I mean? And that's very hopeful for, you know, us to come and and sit back and watch them take the reins, you know what I mean, of um, what our future is going to bring. Now, we, we're not used to a lot of things that they do and how they're free-spirited, but, you know, I, I'm learning to adjust, especially even I'm looking at my kids at, at their their mindset. Because um, even when this stuff was going on, on the TV and I was just talking to my son about it, you know, he didn't have the fear and variation on him about it you know what i mean he was like um you know hey what you expect you know what i mean we do lousy things we live in a lousy way you know but we need to do better and that was just basically it why i was thinking something totally different like you know why was this breached and why, why did this um the 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 government have backup plans to the backup plans you know in that mindset so, mm-hmm. you know, it was it was kind of freeing to hear some of the things that he was saying, you know, not that I agree with it all, but I just think that it's it's a good idea to to hear somebody else's perspective on it. And um Chauncey and Tony, I, I appreciate your um your your mindset and Celeste, your mindset. I've been waiting for my husband to say something, all he's doing is looking at my neck, not saying nothing. I'm saying I'm good. I'm saying I'm when it's time for me to talk. Yeah, I'm saying. I mean, I, I I basically agree with all you know, basically all 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 of the opinions. And you know, as the t- Tony saying, you know, you can't let this stuff get get your blood boiling and uh, cause you high blood pressure. Because I tell my wife that she'd be like, I'm gonna watch CNN. I'd be like, babe, you already know what's going on. Just don't look at the crap. You. <laughs> it's nothing new. It's nothing new. You know. So I mean. 
I don't like looking at CNN at this, when it keeps breaking news. <laughs> and it's my damn it, it, Now that will make your blood pressure go up. <laughs> you got CNN hit that breaking news. Now here's a throwback. I'm gonna ask some memory to make us laugh. When we was kids, y'all all knew when you saw this is CBS News breaking news. You're like, uh oh. It was that really something. That means that means it was breaking news. Something happened. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But every time Blue Blitz would come on there, and every in a half hour show, every time they come back from commercial, that breaking news come on there. <laughs> we had 15 new things that just happened, and breaking news, Nancy Pelosi just came up and walked to the podium, then breaking news, Kim just turned on CNN, breaking news, and, and so, so last, she just got on, let's chit chat. Breaking news. That drive me crazy, Tony, because that's what happened the other night. And I said, <laughs> hell with this. I'm turning this damn channel. I said, I'm going to MSNBC because it didn't make no sense to just keep doing that over and over <laughs> again. I was like, I need to send an email to somebody because this is just ridiculous. Do they even know how irritating that is? There is no damn breaking news. It's the same news from this and you know what's so frustrating? I know we're going to this, but for me, I, I talk to so many of the millennials. And you know, my kids are my age range. Right. And it killed me to try to, I, I'm just going to be transparent to y'all. I'm the one that will not vote unless I take the day by her, by her, by her ear and make her vote. Mm. And how do I look at her and tell her, you know, believe it in the sermon, it's all, and, and it's falling apart like it is. Mm-hmm. She's looking at me like, this is what you want me to vote for? Mm-hmm. Like, this all a joke. And, yeah, and but I mean, in a way, in a way, though, didn't the system work, though? Yes, it did. That was just like the child seat, and then, and then, and then, and and then, and then, it may not have been how some people have wanted it, right? But th- what this election showed us, and that that runoff election in Georgia, it showed us exactly how the system is meant to work. Exactly. It showed us that every single vote that we make matters. Yeah, but it, it all showed us that these rules that are in place. For it the- might now that is something different. But what I'm saying is the overall. This election, overall, more than any other in our lifetime or ever, showed us this is how it is supposed to work. Now, and, 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 and stay flaws, with and stay with and it has its flaws. I'm sorry, but I'm sorry. this is the intent. And when we do it, it, just like Kimmy said, we may not like it. The 72 million people voted for Trump. Exactly. 74 happened to vote for Biden. But 72 million voted for Trump. But that also shows you that look how many people that are out there. Look at the previous elections prior to this. Mm -hmm. And look at how many people had not been voting. So, yeah, it may not be that the person we wanted won or the way we wanted them to win. But this is how it was intended to be. And so now... What can we do to fix it? What can mm-hmm. we do to tweak the system? Find those 11,500 votes. Did you hear what Keith said? Tony, did you hear what Keith said? 
Find, go, go find those 11,500 votes. That's what y'all need to do. And I'm going to tell you, because no matter what, um, um, Celeste, no matter what the current picture and the aftermath, once, once again, you got to go after all um, January 20th. Then see. And what the progress? See, the two things that's not, that 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 is also pointed out is the last midterm had record voting, mm-hmm. so that pendulum is moving. So now move towards what Kim was just saying about the millennials, mm-hmm. okay? Because they made the when, difference. Exactly. So difference. when so when the millennials say, "Hey, we don't like the way the current structure," the current structure will change with the millennial participation. With the millennial participation, no matter which way it goes, they will start that. What you don't want to have is we go back to apathetic involvement in government. That's where you're set up to be at the whims of anybody to to, to do anything to you. Right now, we are seeing... No matter how much is the the the, the, hump, the growing pains of this of this baby, we are seeing a new look at um of involvement in the political system that we've ever seen before. Which is a, and, which is and, a good and thing. And so now with that new generation, as we start to step to the side, how they keep that, how active they they're in is going to shape that. Well, I think that that's a very good point. And, you know, I so if I had the same issue with one of mine and, um, you know, we did mail-in vote and then she was, <laughs> she was not like in favor of, because she, I have to explain to her why, the what's behind the why. And, and, and all honestly, you know, it was good that we get to have this type of conversation because it kind of makes me think, you know, why she was asking the questions that she was asking because with anything especially i i get irritated when i see these celebrities talk about you gotta earn my bowl i'd be like i'm gonna cuss this fucking out this makes me sick but in mm-hmm. actuality when i think about what millennials do and probably like your kid do my kid do you know what i mean they question the system and that's good because mm-hmm. the questioning the system means that yep. There's going to be change in the system, and that's where we we I think we all agree that it's okay yep. to move and 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 pursue change. It's okay to pursue change. And the, and the crazy thing about that is to repeat itself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All the different movements came out of people questioning the system. Yeah. Yeah. Or as Mark Twain said, I don't know if it repeats itself, but it sure do rhyme. So I think that you know we had some really great conversation today. Um, I think that if anybody was listening to this and you were like us with a lot of questions and a lot of curiosities or even a lot of concerns, I think that this this platform today um, probably made you feel a lot better because I know I feel a lot better. I don't know about everybody else, but I'll let you speak for yourself. But um, I feel a lot better. I feel hopeful. I feel hopeful that um, I have people that's going to participate in the election process. They don't feel discouraged about what's coming and that their voices will be heard. 
And you know, to what Chauncey said, this is a testimony that your vote counts. You know what yes. I mean? Do not be discouraged. You know what I mean? Vote, vote, vote down to your local level, down to, to the smallest level you can get to, because it means something. If it didn't teach you anything, this election should teach you that. You mean something, and your vote means something. Don't let it be that one vote and it turned everything south and you didn't vote. We're going to find you. So just, <laughs> <laughs> just joking. But um, on that note, I'll just let everybody make a closing remark and, um, and we'll, you know, we'll say goodnight to everybody. But before we do that, um, let's have a closing remark and then we can give everybody time to um, address their their platforms where they can reach them because we all said what, you know, we did. But when you close your remark out, please leave um, contact information where you you can be found and where your business can be found. And then we can start with you, um, Tony. Okay, well, first of all, ladies, once again, thank you for allowing me to be on this forum. And like I said, I salute you all for being um, in the forefront uh, and, and representing whatever party you belong to that your, your representation is, is outstanding. And just to the, to the black community, it's just outstanding. Um, I, I like to thank, um, just talk about the forums like this. Um, if you want to reach out to me, um, you can get a hold of me on my website. My website is um, one, it's the number one, um, not O-N-A. So onevisionmediagroup.com. Um, or you can call me at 248-688-8169. And so uh, once again, love having these conversations. I will leave with a party note that says, no matter through change, ups, downs, that, that um, I'm always um, an eternal optimist. So I always look at positives and good in people. Um, I don't never think somebody is totally off the grid one way or another. And some way, I always believe that with one by one individually, I can reach a person and we can meet on common ground. If then, if I, and if I can't reach, if that the group, small group, I can't meet you on common ground, I can just uh, love you from afar and then I can continue on. So uh, be a light for others to be able so you can touch others so they can look at you and say something about that person. I want to know more about them. Thank you. We appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm Celeste Davis. You can reach me at uh, CelesteDavis.com. Um, if you want to check this with me, I don't really talk about political views platform, but I'm open to getting anybody through any of the hurdles that they might be having about adjusting. I'm also on ID and Facebook at CindyStavis.com or in the Facebook we committed to new group. Okay. All right. So, well, that's the end of us. And I hope everyone had a wonderful time tonight. Um, so, if again, if you need to reach um, Let's Chichat Sis, please reach us at Let's Chichat Sis at gmail.com. Um, we're also on Instagram at Let's Ch Chit and Facebook at Let's Ch Chit Again, please have a wonderful week. Oh, Take care. Can I say one more quick thing? Sure. 
Breaking news, then then. You know, like, about to, <laughs> know you about did to just sign say. off election and trying to see about to sign off election. That's it. Turn to see him then. It's only a breaking news. What the hell? Oh, my God. You can reach us. That's Chit Chat, sis. And we appreciate everybody. I'm Kimmy. And I'm Chauncey. And stay tuned for um, season two that is um, scheduled to launch around the 24th of January. I'm so excited about this launch um, on the platform. We're going to have multiple hosting and we're going to have the millennials on there with us this season. We're going to talk about, you know, what's important to our young ladies, you know, What's going on with them? What's going on with us? And how we can, you know, express what, you know, going on in this polarized time and still make sure that we're taking care of ourselves. So stay tuned for that and take care of yourself. And again, worry about nothing and pray about everything. Let's chit chat this. See you on the porch.